Returning to our earlier story about war in the Middle East, Israel has declared a complete siege on Gaza following coordinated attacks from Hamas, saying power, electricity, water and food will be cut off to the Palestinian territory. The militant group took tens of hostages during its coordinated assault on Israel and is now threatening to execute prisoners in response to retaliatory attacks from Israel. Gaza is home to an estimated 2.5 million people, many of whom are reliant on aid to survive, raising concerns a new humanitarian crisis is imminent. Julie Webb-Pullman lived in Gaza for eight years, documenting alleged war crimes for submission to the International Criminal Court, and she joins us now. Kia ora, Julie. Thank you for being with us. What are you hearing from inside Gaza? Well, I'm hearing a lot of terrible, terrible stories about attacks on civilian um, targets such as um, people's houses that have only got people living in them, on uh, schools. One of my colleagues had four of his cousins killed, um, young cousins, young children, in a school in Jabalia last night. They had taken refuge in the school and they were just killed in that big attack that on a market and surrounding areas that over 50 people were killed. So they're just absolutely terrified. Um, every person is just telling me there's, that they, there's no safe place. The Israeli government gave a warning and told civilians to leave Gaza. I mean, how realistic is that? Well, it's completely unrealistic because there's nowhere to go. The Israelis have actually been firing from gunboats from the sea towards the coast, so they couldn't even run into the sea, even if, you know, the, the only places are the um, separation fence on one side, which is full of fighting at the moment, and they can't go there. That's the, west, the east of Gaza. And the Israelis told them they had to go west into the sea. Well, the west is the sea. Go into the sea and drown. Um, the border at the areas crossing, there's only two exits for people. The areas crossing, which goes through into um, the occupied Palestine, Palestinian territory um, occupied by Israel and the south border, which goes to Egypt. Now, when they try to, um, well, areas, the areas crossing is raging, fighting also, so that cannot, is impossible. And the Rafa crossing is only able to be used for evacuating um, medical casualties, and that itself has been coming under attack as well, the, the Rafa crossing. So there's no, no way for people to go, there's nowhere. And it's similar to 2014 when I was there then, and in that um, time everybody fled to the hospitals, but, and people were just camping in the grounds of the hospitals and to the schools, the UNRWA schools, UN schools. Um, Julie, what are they... Well, in the schools, the schools are being bombed. Even the UNRWA, two UNRWA schools have already been bombed. So there is no safe place. And something like about eight of the health facilities have been attacked. So going to the hospitals, Shifa Hospital's been damaged. Beth Hanoon Hospital is completely out of action because there's so much raging things. So Al Nasser Hospital in um, 
bit further down south in the middle of Gaza, and Al Quds Hospital in Gaza City have all been attacked. So you Julie, can't even go to the hospitals. Sorry to interrupt, but what are the implications of further blockades around food supplies, the, the threat to cut off water, the threat to, to cut off electricity, where you have so many people in such a small space? Yes, well, it's it's really, really um, critical. Uh, one of my uh, colleagues has got three young children and they all have H. pylori and amoebiasis at the moment. And so they've got diarrhea and stomach cramps and fevers. And she had to go through the streets, through the bombing to try and find a pharmacy to get something for, for these children. There's no water. The water has, has been cut off last night, the Israelis cut off the water. So now it's just a matter of when the water runs out. And the water in Gaza was already undrinkable. That's why they already have these um, parasitic infections. So it's a mass, It's going to have a massive impact on children and babies especially because no water is just, you know, going to kill them. Um, the electricity situation, people are kind of used to um, only having four hours of electricity a day, but um, now it will be to the point where there's none, um, and that will mean communications are completely cut off because their only um, contact with the outside world now is through mobile phones and internet, and once their phones run out of charge, they won't be able to charge them. They won't be, you know, all of these sorts of things will Understand. start impact, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Julie. I really appreciate it. That is Julie Webb-Pullman, who lived in Gaza for eight years, and her job was documenting alleged war crimes for submissions to the International Criminal Court.